I'm actually going out with Jill. Jill? No, 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 absolutely not. It's time for another Chuck Series Companion. I am your host, The Jaystrom. Today we are covering Season 2, Episode 6, Chuck vs. The X. And if you're here listening to the show, that means, hey, you like the TV show Chuck. Probably just as much as I do. If not more, come on. If that's even possible. But seriously, folks, thank you so much for listening This is the podcast where I cover each and every episode of Chuck, and so far I'm in Season 2, and as I said before, Episode 6, and I hope you'll join me the rest of the way while watching Chuck. But, before we get started, I'd like you to check out my Chuck blog, chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find all of my previous podcasts and blog write-ups of each episode, where I basically gush about each episode and how much I like it and love it. And uh, there's pictures and links to other things like the music in the episode or other recaps, etc. But uh, go ahead and check that out. Chuckpodcast.blogspot.com You can also send me some feedback. Send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com Or you can send me a voicemail at one 206 309 So if you would uh, send me some feedback, I'd love that. It helps keep me motivated and keeping the show going. Because it's a long trip to episode 91 of Chuck. Right now, I'm still in season 2. It's going to take a while to get out of season 2. But there's no rush. But to motivate me along the way, send me some feedback. Send me a voicemail. Send me an email. And I'll talk about it on the show. I would love that very much. Another thing that you can do to help motivate me is to click my link to iTunes on the chuckpodcast.blogspot.com links. You'll see iTunes at the very bottom of the link section. Click on that. It'll take you to the Chuck Series Companion. When you go there, you can either rate the show or review the show, and it'll show up on iTunes and it'll help me out. As of right now, I have a brand new review by Winnings. And it is a great review. It makes me feel fantastic. Thank you so much for that review, Winnings. It helps motivate me and keep this going. I love it. Thank you so much. All right, now let's get into Chuck versus the X. At the beginning of this episode, there's a recap, but I'll go ahead and fill everybody in. If you remember from season one, Chuck had a girlfriend at Stanford named Jill, Jill Roberts. She dumped Chuck for Bryce Larkin, and we never saw her. Now, this episode, we get to meet Jill, and she's played by the lovely Jordana Brewster, who I believe the first film I ever saw her in was in The Faculty. Robert Rodriguez, the school teachers are aliens. She was in that. Then she starred in Fast and the Furious, and then that franchise exploded. So that's where everyone knows her from. But cut to November 
2028. And she was Joe Roberts on Chuck. So very cool there. Now let's get into the credits of the episode. This episode was written by Zev Boro. Now Zev, he was a story editor on Chuck for a long time. He was the story editor, the executive story editor, and he wrote several episodes. Previously, he wrote Chuck vs. the Crown Vic, and this will be the second episode that he's credited as fully writing, The X. He goes on to write four more episodes, but he worked on Chuck for a long time. So thank you, Zev. He, after this, he went on to work on Forever, which we know is... Uh, who knew so many Chuck writers worked on that show? So let's see where they go next time. I'm hoping since Phil Klemmer, who wrote Tom Sawyer, is now doing Legends of Tomorrow with DC, he will get a lot of those Chuck writers on board. That would be fantastic. I would love to see that. Now, here's a special treat. This episode of Chuck was directed by Jay Shandrashekar. Now, you may or may not know this guy. I know who he is because he is a member of Broken Lizard, and he directed the film Super Troopers, which is one of my all-time favorite comedies. Come on, I can watch that whenever it's on. I've seen it a million times, and it's always funny. He also directed Beer Fest and the other Broken Lizard movies, Club Dread, etc. But he's directed a lot of television shows, from Psych to Happy Endings to the Goldbergs, New Girl, a bunch of community episodes, Royal Pains. In all, he directed about five episodes of Chuck, including the final season. So how unbelievably cool is that? The director of Super Troopers directing an episode of Chuck. That is awesome. All right, now let's get into the episode. Chuck versus the X. Now we know since the series began, Chuck has been getting over Jill. And he's developed feelings for Sarah. But as this episode begins, it's a flashback. Have you noticed the recurring theme here? Tom Sawyer flashback. Chuck versus the Cougars a flashback for Sarah. So here's another flashback. And this is the days of Stanford when Chuck just wanted to talk to Jill and explain himself that he did not steal those tests. And we hear the song Pumpin' for Jill by Iggy Pop. That's the dude that got kicked out for cheating. Yeah, I didn't cheat, actually. It's just like Ah, uh, poor Chuck. And we see that he is in the standard green shirt at the Buy More. He has not yet moved up to nerd herd status. <laughs> sticking right here. Hunting. Oh, Jill. Hey, I'm just, if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to borrow this. Continue with your game. I'm going to have to turn this off, too. Jill! <laughs> It's Chuck, please. I, I, I want a chance to explain my side face to face. If Jill wanted to speak to you, she would have returned one of your 28 phone calls. Hi, Sherry. Uh, Sherry. She's the worst. Is she up there? Jill. I, uh... I was on break at, at, at work. I'm actually working on a buy more of all places, yeah. And I drove, you know, 346 miles straight from Burbank to see you and to tell you that I still love you. Yeah. Sorry. Loser. Are you going? 
<laughs> oh, come on. That's a little harsh, bro. Poor Chuck. He's really putting himself out there. Chuck! Hey, hey, Jill. Hey, um, I think I've thoroughly publicly embarrassed myself uh, enough, so I think maybe we could go talk over some coffee or something like that. It's too late, Chuck. It's over. When you say it's over, you mean like this conversation's over, right? To be continued at the Starbucks? She's dating Bryce Larkin now, Chuck. Oh, damn. Bryce, you... Deal with it. Is that true? What do you I'm sorry, Chuck. When you kissed me, it was strong. And then we are transported to present day at the Bymore. And there's Chuck listening to his earbuds. We see the Jill 2003 song mix. And one thing we'll learn about Chuck over time in the series is that he's great at song mixes. Oh no, don't look now, Chuck, but there's Emmett. Well, I hate to disturb your reverie there, Chuck. I'm going to need you to get down to the Sheraton Conference Center for a tech support call. Pronto. Sure thing, Emmett. Got any Boston cream in there? Oh, yeah, several. (laughs) He just walks away. I love Chuck's expression as he's like, And now cut to Big Mike's office, and look what Emmett has for him. A box of donuts. And I've never seen Big Mike happier. Well, Emmett, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Oh, they just look delicious. (laughs) (laughs) But oh no, what's this? It looks like Big Mike's choking. Quick, somebody help him. Emmett! Oh my god. Are you breathing? Real helpful, Lester. But I love that Lester and Jeff show up just in time to get donut spit all over them. Gross. <laughs> guess that way works, too. Ugh. Are there any more donuts? <laughs> I love that Jeff's not grossed out at all. He just wants some donuts. Now let's cut to the Sheraton, where they are having a bioscience conference. Pretty cool. And Chuck's there helping them set up their network and all that kind of stuff as a nerd herder. So, a bioscience conference. That these things get pretty wild, huh? All right, so the network should now be all set up with 10 based Ethernet connecting all the servers for the conference with the firewall in place. Oh no, what's this? Chuck looks up and he sees Jill Roberts. And she looks glorious in her dark businesswoman suit. She looks so professional. And Chuck's immediately stricken with horror. problem can you tell me if the attractive brown-eyed slightly egg-heady brunette with an extremely cold heart is still here she's here why who is she jill roberts my ex-girlfriend she broke my heart 
Uh, I need I need a diversion. What, would it be a terrible imposition for you to pull the fire alarm? Hi, I'm Dr. Jill Roberts. Is there someone that can help me with the tech requirements for my lecture? Under the desk. Oh, jeez, that guy totally sold Chuck out. What? Chuck? Ah. But Chuck is so slick, he just passes it off like he's just fixing the guy's computer. It's funny, it was the uh, the flange just there. Chuck Bartowski. Present, yes, that's me. It's me, Jill. Jill? Oh my gosh, of course! Hi! Hi! <laughs> hey, you! I love their awkward hug. <laughs> How are you? Ah, so good to... See you. Too. How long has it been? Five years, four months, ish, give or take, kind of in that neighborhood. Uh, yeah, but who's counting? What have you been up to? Ah, uh, well, after Stanford, I got my PhD in biomedical engineering. Did you? Yeah, I'm giving a presentation at the conference on infectious diseases. Lovely. And you? And me. Oh no. Don't do it, Chuck. Don't do it. And me, uh, I'm still in the computer game. You know, yeah, I, I, I work slash own my own little, little, little company. 16, 17, I can't remember which stores. But every once in a while, I, I like to do uh, the installs myself. You know, down the uni, kind of get my hands mussy. I'm really happy for you, Chuck. The, the last time I saw you, you were, you were working at a Buy More. Ah! That was a wonderful growing experience really really character building and i wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world well unfortunately chuck has chosen to embellish what his job is i wonder if that'll bite him in the butt later there's definitely some things i would change especially about us wait what could she mean by that interesting now here comes jill's boss guy lefleur and chuck flashes on him what? There you are. We're running late. Oh, Guy. Uh, this is my old friend, Chuck Bartowski. Chuck, this is my boss, Guy Lafleur. Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, I work with Jom, so you know. I'm sure your friend's busy. Has uh, computers to fix. Shall we? Sure. I'm staying at the Hotel Waldron, so give me a call if you want to grab a cup of coffee. Yeah, well, uh, well you know, uh, busy. I'll check with my people. <laughs> so, Chuck has just seen Jill for the first time in five years, and her boss has something to do with chemical warfare and stuff like that. Well, let's let General Beckman sort this out. Your ex-girlfriend's boss, Guy Lafleur, is the head research scientist for the European company Cole McGregor Pharmaceuticals. MI6 has reports that he may have developed a bioweapon which he plans to sell to the highest bidder. Is Jill involved? It's your job to find out, Chuck. Casey and Sarah will surveil Dr. Lafleur. We need you to reconnect with Jill. Find out what she knows about Guy. Right, 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 right. When you say reconnect, you mean send her an email or invite her to be my new Facebook friend, right? Call her at her hotel and make a date. See if you flash on anything she says or anyone you meet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. A date with my ex? No, General, that, that is a terrible idea. You see, she broke my heart. She destroyed me. She took all of my confidence, my mojo. You had mojo. I was on my way. Oh, and by the way, she slept with Bryce Larkin. <laughs> Who hasn't? I love that to die for look that Sarah gives Casey 
Ouch. Look, Chuck, I know that Jill hurt you, but maybe seeing her again will give you the closure that you've always wanted. You have done a lot for the CIA, and we're going to make you look good. Look on the bright side. Now you can get your mojo back. I love that little slap on the face that Casey gives Chuck, but come on, Chuck. They said they'd make you look good, which means more lying, doesn't it? (laughs) Now, let's cut to the buy more break room where Emmett Milbarge has a word for the employees. As you already know, we nearly lost our dear leader today. And to what? One tiny little carb-filled donut. Please, we lost Big Mike to donuts years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one, Morgan. I shudder to think how people like you would respond to an actual catastrophe. A fire, an earthquake. An all-out race war. (laughs) Um, Lester, not funny. And that is why Michael and I have decided to implement an emergency preparedness course. And it just so happens that one of your colleagues knew someone willing to teach it. Buenos dias, class. Hey, look, it's awesome. Hey, uh, (laughs) you sure you want to do this? Well, I love volunteer work, Chuck. Besides, CPR is a breeze. Child can learn to do it. Well, then maybe you have a shot. Uh, Hey, everybody, you're in great hands. Awesome is who certified me. You might be certified, Chuck, but you still have to take the test like everyone else. Yeah, Chuck, no getting out of this test. But, oh, look, here's Casey. Let's go, Romeo. Time for your big deed. CIA's wasting a lot of tax dollars to make you look good. Okay, so who's ready to pound some plastic? (laughs) Jeff raises his hand, and then Lester pulls it down. I love it. Now let's cut to the Bartowski household, and Chuck looks dapper. Look at him in that suit. But he's also being really sneaky, like he's trying to get out of the place without anyone seeing him. Hey. Wow. New suit? You have a big date? No big date. Why? It looks expensive. No, 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 no. It was cheap. Yeah, real cheap. It was on sale. I had a coupon. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. You get all dressed up for Sarah. She's lucky. Oh, coupon. Sounds like a bargain. Hey, sis. Hmm? Um, do you ever think about your ex-boyfriend, Doug Wald? No, Why? Let's say totally randomly old Dougie, you know, you guys ran into each other and he asked you out to dinner to catch up on old times. What would you say? I guess theoretically I'd say yes. I'm so glad that you said that. You see, I'm not going out with Sarah tonight. I'm actually going out with Jill. Jill? No, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) I love that. It just backfires on him. What, what about what you just said about Doug? Just forget what I said, okay? There's no scenario in which you should be going to dinner with the girl that dumped you, broke your heart, and slept with your best friend. Chuck, you bought a new suit? I told you, coupon. Chuck, look, I'm trying not to be the overprotective big sister. You? Never. It's just that I know that she hurt you, you know? I don't want to see you go through that again. But... Yeah. Be careful, Chuck. <laughs> Now, let's cut to the streets of L.A., and Chuck is driving in a cool Ferrari. Well, he's trying to drive it. Sticky clutch. 
<laughs> Remind me to have my assistant have that fixed. I think the valet's up a little further. Beautiful night for a walk, huh? Shall we? Okay. Here we go. And I love this. When Chuck and Jill enter the restaurant, we hear the song Papa Loves Mambo by Perry Como. And it's this great little homage to Goodfellas. When Ray Liotta has his date, Lorraine Bracco, and he's trying to impress her, they enter the restaurant. Everybody knows his name. They're given the royal treatment. And the same thing is happening for Chuck. It's very impressive. And what's even more impressive is John Casey's ridiculous outfit with his soul patch. It is hilarious. Hey, Mr. Bartowski. Welcome. Thank you. You haven't been waiting long. Right this way. Hey. Hello, sir. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Bartowski, good to see you. Hey. Hi there. Looking good, Mr. Bartowski. Looking good. Is everyone in here CIA? Of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here, let me get that. Well, thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> Chuck finally gets to slap Casey back on the face. I love it. Wow. I'm impressed. It's, it's like you own the place. No, no, no. God, no. Just uh, just an investor. I mean, what can I say? I'm a sucker for a good veal parm. Good evening, Mr. Bartowski. Can I get you two anything to drink? The usual, perhaps, a 2,000 Lefif de la Grange? Oui, oui. And now we hear the song... It Makes My Heart Break by Your Vegas. I'm really glad things turned out so well for you, Chuck. Especially after, you know, what happened. Yeah, uh, about that. Um, Jill, I, I never stole those tests. Well, that, that doesn't matter now. Sure, it doesn't matter now. You know, now that I drive a fine Italian automobile... And I'm alarmingly well-known at this particular restaurant. But I needed you to believe me when it did matter. I do believe you, Chuck. And maybe I should have believed you at Stanford. But the tests were in your room. And Bryce said you were cheating. What was I supposed to think at the time? Yeah, Bryce must have made a very convincing argument for you to dump me and then hop right into his bed. Oh, Chuck! Oh, my God. This is awkward. Now you see Sarah's face here and it almost expresses to me like, way to go, Chuck, but I've got to get him back on track. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. I'm sorry to interrupt, Mr. Bartowski, but there's a phone call for you at the bar. Excuse me. What do you think you're doing? Getting closure. She owes me an explanation. No, she doesn't. She exercised her First Amendment right to dump you. Now get back in there and find out what Guy is planning. <laughs> I love Casey just cuts to the chase. Look, Chuck, I know it's hard, but tonight you have to be a spy first. Yeah, it is hard. I'm not like you, Sarah. I can't turn my emotions on and off like some robot. Ouch! God, Chuck! Oh, man, he is in rare form tonight. I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. I'm not acting like myself tonight. Are you done feeling sorry for yourself? Personally, I'd like another 10 to 15 minutes of really pathetic self-indulgence. 
But duty calls, I'm going back in. Thanks. Sorry about that. No more interruptions, I promise. And uh, uh, by the way, that guy who was just sitting here a couple of minutes ago, you remember him? Looked just like Chuck Bartowski. was a little whiny and bitter. Turns out he's an imposter. Really? Yeah, really. But don't worry about it, because I just kung fu'd him at the bar, and he won't be bothering you for the rest of the evening. I'm glad. Because I like this Chuck Bartowski a lot more. Me too. There you go, Chuck. Much better. So, uh, you never, you never told me exactly what you were working on. Oh, uh, I can't really talk about it. That sounds mysterious. I know. I, I'm starting to think there's some sketchy people involved. I'm probably just being paranoid. I just, I don't know who to trust. You can trust me. Remember Biochem? We're working on a strain of influenza, specifically how the hemagglutinin and protein fuses the viral envelope with the vacuoles membrane. Did that sound like total gibberish? I understood completely. Do you remember biochem? And then everything after that was a little fussy. Okay, I'll simplify. Yo, Charles! Hey, buddy! Oh, no, what are Jeff and Lester doing here? They're gonna blow Chuck's cover! Who's the babe? <laughs> wow, first Sarah, now this Chiquita Banana. When are you gonna start sharing the wealth, buddy? Nice to meet you. Who's uh, Sarah? And, um, these friends of No. No, just old, old Bymore colleagues and haven't moved on. Move on. Move on. Your car, sir. Oh, thank you. Have a great night. Whoa! Who's Ferrari? This isn't your car? Um, the guy makes twelve fifty an hour at the Bymore. You do the math, sister. Oh! Lester! You still work at the Bymore, Chuck? <laughs> I love how Jeff and Lester just drive away when they realize they've screwed up. Yes, I do. do. What about your computer business? Technically, the Buy More offers a wide range of hardware and other things. Wow. Too bad Stanford doesn't offer a BA and BS because you could have graduated early. Jill, please don't look. I'm not. It's not all a lie. I can explain to you. I love how Jeff and Lester come back. <laughs> Charles, we did not mean to bust your whole little... Just go home! Ah, uh, that could have gone way better. Now let's cut to the next day at the Buy More, and it looks like the gang is preparing for their CPR course. Kind of. Show who's it done. That's it. That's boy. Work the body. Work the body, kid. Work the body. Sarah, Chuck's hot blonde girlfriend. And I'm Chuck's smoking hot brunette. Hey, bitch. Slot is only one way to settle this. Pillow no, fight. Oh. Okay. Uh, everyone come with the chest. Come oh. on, guys. What's wrong with you? I drank too much. My parents had impossible standards. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's get serious. I'd expect to pass the exam tomorrow. Exam? Come again? Emmett didn't tell you about the written part of the test? Man, if I wanted to take tests, I would have been a boat captain. Um, I'm not sure what Jeff means there. I'm not sure anybody understands. <laughs> so what happens if we don't pass? Oh, we get lousy jobs and live a small, underrealized life in the valley. Ooh, <laughs> scary. <laughs> <laughs> or you can take the 30-hour remedial course unpaid and on your own time. Oh, that seemed to get their attention. Doctor, 
Now let's cut to the Bartowski house and Chuck is eating himself a big old bowl of berry loops. Am I supposed to ignore you? Or can I ask you a series of personal questions that you have to answer? You were right. You're always right. I never should have gone out with Joe last night. Chuck, maybe I overreacted, you know? Maybe there was a reason to go to dinner with Jill. Yeah, to humiliate myself. Come on, the way things ended with you guys, you've always had a million questions and no answers, and now you finally got some. So what? What good did it do me to go poking around in my past? Because maybe now, without all that wondering and what-ifing, you can finally close that chapter of your life. Right again. Yeah, that's what big sisters are for. Now let's cut to a surveillance van outside Guy Lafleur's hotel, and Casey and Sarah are keeping an eye on things. New York steak, medium rare, room 1104. Guy just ordered room service. Hmm. Easy, easy. Hey, I come in peace. The hell are you doing here? I thought I'd swing by and, you know, check up on Jill, make sure she's doing all right. She's fine, Chuck. She came home last night and she hasn't left her room since. Wait, wait, shh. She's making a call. Operator, I just bought a... Damn, bugs on the fritz. We need a new one. I'll go in his housekeeping and plan another. Uh, she might recognize you as a waitress from the restaurant. I'll just trank her. She'll wake up in an hour thinking nothing of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey. I'll go. I'll go. I'll apologize for last night. She'll tell me what a giant loser I am, and I'll plant the new bug. No tranking necessary. You know where it goes, right? One button on the bottom. Click on, click off. I'm going in. Ah, it sounds simple enough. Now let's cut back to the courtyard of the Bartowski house and what's Morgan, Jeff, and Lester doing there? I'm going in. I will need between six and eight minutes to get in, grab the test, and get out. Are you guys ready? I was born ready. I was born premature. Showtime. <laughs> uh, close enough, Jeff. Chuck's not here, sorry. No, 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 we know, we know, we know, Elizabeth. That's why we're here, to talk to you about Chuck. Like a sneaky Indiana Jones, Morgan creeps into the bedroom to steal the test from Awesome's bag. Awesome's bag. Charles been acting a little, um... Strange lately? No, no more than usual. Why? We think Chuck might have rabies. All the signs are there. Bouts of confusion, general edginess, and at lunch, Jeff here thought he saw some foam around his mouth. Okay, I appreciate the concern. Goodbye. Oh no! <laughs> Oliver Lester goes. Oh no! Now, cut back to the bedroom, and Morgan's trying to fix the laundry basket he knocked over, and he's going to try to get out of there. But, oh no, all he found was Ellie's underwear. Looking for something? 
You didn't think I'd leave this in my bag, did you? Honey, I don't leave, but I just... Morgan, are you holding my underwear? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, I, I need to be very clear about this, okay? The only thing I came in here to steal was a CPR test. So any suggestions to anything pervy related to your panties? <clears throat> panties, underpants, is frankly outrageous. So you deny being a perv, but you admit to being a thief. Do I at least get points for honesty? Uh, no, I don't think you do. Now let's cut back to the hotel and Chuck has just arrived and he's got to convince Jill to let him in that hotel room. Who is that? It's the lying yet well-meaning fool who rented a Ferrari last night. Ten bucks says she doesn't open the door for him. Make it 20 and you're on. I don't want to talk to you, Chuck. Okay, well then I'll do all the talking. I know this may come as a shock to you. But I'm here to do something totally crazy and tell you the truth. I still work at the Buy More, and uh, I still live with my sister, and I still have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I guess I just wanted you to think I was someone special. So in order to accomplish that, I went out and got a new suit and rented a car that I clearly have no idea how to drive. Because from the second I saw you again... I knew that I hadn't gotten over you yet, Jill. Really? You hadn't gotten over me? <laughs> no. Get in here. Way to go, Chuck. You're in there. I mean, the hotel room. Guys, come on. I love that Casey pays up right away. 20 bucks to Sarah. Sorry about the mess. Still working on the lecture. Yeah, you were starting to say last night. Infectious disease or something. I don't know. It sounded like you were speaking Aramaic. <laughs> Not Aramaic. A simple biochem 101. Oh, right. You slept through that class in college. A lot of good that would do me in my current line of work. Stop it. Stop what? selling yourself chuck there was a part of last night somewhere after getting minor whiplash in your car and before abandoning you on the side of the road where i had a really really nice time really yes so no more lies no more deception okay I like how Chuck just throws the bug on the floor. No more lies. No more deception. Good. Do you know how much I miss doing this? Miss doing what? Well, Chuck did it, and he's coming out to the van, and he looks happier than ever. What happened? Huh? Oh. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. Fine, we really connected. She's talking about the bug, moron. Oh, that's, yes, of course, that. I planted it. It's, it, it is planted. I, I may have turned it off, though. I'm not totally sure. Why would you do that? Relax, these things are pretty much idiot-proof. It's in the room that picks up the signal. 
tapped into her cell and the room phone. Why are you smiling like that? She kissed me. No spy stuff, no lies. Just me. Just look at Sarah's face when he says that. I Now, I don't know what's going on in Sarah's head, but she seems a little heartbroken over this development. And Chuck's just realizing what he said out loud to her about Jill. But luckily, he sees something on the monitor that makes him flash. Oh, uh, that dude is some kind of an assassin. His code name is Wolfden. Eleven. That's Guy's floor. Chuck? Yeah, I know, I know. Stay in the bed. Don't touch anything. Well, this can't be good. An assassin named Wolfden is on his way to kill Guy Lefleur. Sarah and Casey are on their way up, and then Chuck overhears a phone call. Room service, sir. Just put it over here. Hello? Hey, it's Jill. How are you after last night? Oh my god, Sherry, guess what? You're not gonna believe you came to my room to apologize tonight. What? Please tell me you didn't let that loser in. I love Chuck's face when she says, that loser, and it's, <laughs> it's the same girl from Stanford, Sherry. What? He looked like a puppy dog. I couldn't say no, and I still think he's kind of cute. Cute? He's a computer dork that makes $10 an hour. Hello, it's 12.50. Chuck? Chuck, are you on my phone? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Chuck's on the line with them. Oh, geez. How's he going to talk his way out of this one? Uh, Jill, is that you? Why are you on my phone? I don't know. I don't know. So it's... I tried calling you, so I I think our, our wires got crossed or something. Is this a party line? What did you do to my phone? Did you bug it or something? Bug it? What, what, what am I, an entomologist? <laughs> no, you're, you're talking crazy jargon. I'm calling security. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you did it this time, Chuck. Now, back in the hotel room, Guy Lafleur has no idea he's about to be murdered. Seriously, dude, look up from your science papers and your laptop every once in a while. There's a friggin' assassin in your room, and you're not even paying attention. Holy crap, he just threw Gila Floor out the window! And he landed on the van that Chuck is sitting in. <laughs> Clear. Chuck, he's not in his room. I know. Yeah, Casey, that's because he's on the windshield. Now cut to Casey interrogating Jill beneath the orange-orange. Let it all out. Thank you. I feel terrible. Maybe I should go in there and console her. She can't know you're a spy, Chuck. Of course. She'll just think I'm a stalker. She doesn't think you're a stalker. (laughs) I love how 
Casey's cleaning up all of her uh, tissues, and then he Windexes the table. He's a very empathetic guy. So, why do you think he was killed? What is this place? Why was I blindfolded? It's a secret CIA compound. We've been watching you for days, Miss Roberts. Watching me? Why? We thought your boss, Gee, was into some shady business. We kept an eye on you as well. To protect you. That's my ex-boyfriend, Chuck. Is he involved in this? He's been acting really weird lately. One minute he's completely normal, the next he's acting like a total lunatic. She didn't say stalker. Almost like a stalker. Doe. Yeah, she said stalker. Yeah. Could be a pattern with these losers. Pretty girl smiles at them. They get all infatuated. Seen it a million times. (laughs) I love the look on Chuck's face. He's like... No. He wasn't involved. Your boss, Guy, however. Maybe Guy was involved, but not how you think. Guy discovered an antiviral serum for a strain of influenza used in a bioweapon. An airborne influenza so deadly it could kill a person within one hour if exposed. Now, a couple of days ago, Guy learned that our company secretly sells the influenza bioweapon. That's why Guy planned to present our research at the convention, so that the company couldn't cover it up anymore. I guess it's up to me to do that now. No, 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 no. So you'll do the presentation. No, it's too dangerous, Casey! Um, your window's knocking. Excuse me. What? Jill is not going to the conference. The assassin will kill her. It's our only chance, the only way to smoke him out. It is too dangerous for her, all right? I am putting my foot down. Gingerly. Look, Bartowski, my job is to look after all the citizens of this nation, not just the girl that raises your flag. Sarah, please, we can't use Jill as bait and risk her life giving that presentation. Fine. I'll give the presentation. Now let's cut to the Buy More break room. Morgan, Jeff, and Lester are really worried that Chuck's not there because they're planning on copying off of him for the test. (laughs) Where's Chuck? Jeff. He will be here, okay? And as long as we play this cool, we can cheat off a Chuck and I'll never know, all right? He knows the CPR stuff inside and out. Yeah, but Morgan, if he doesn't show, we are... If he doesn't show... Oh, let me guess. The perennial tardy Chuck. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. Sorry I'm late. Oh, you're in time, bro. Oh, good. Look, Chuck's here, and I love when (laughs) Jeff, Lester, and Morgan fight for a chair as close to Chuck as they can get. Next to Chuck! Well, that was interesting. You have one hour to take the test. You may begin now. I love when Chuck messes up and he starts erasing. All three of them start erasing, too. (laughs) It's hilarious. Now, back at the Sheraton, where they're having the biochem conference, Sarah is going to give a presentation. 
And this part is neat because Yvonne Strahovski is from Australia, so she gets to use her Australian accent. Anything? It's all good so far. Please take your seats. Giving the presentation for Dr. LaFleur will be his associate coming from Sydney, Australia, Dr. Ava Anderson. Yes, g'day. I'm Dr. Eva Anderson, and I'm here to talk to you all today about a deadly poison that could change the course of human science. I'm honored to stand before you all today on behalf of Dr. Lafleur. What's this? There's a suspicious guy in the room, and he suddenly gets up and bolts out of there. Throughout the many years of our research, um, excuse me, I've got to go to the loo. Crap, Casey kicks over the guy's chair and it looks like some canister full of poison. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an NSA emergency. No one, I repeat, no one gets in or out. Now it's up to Sarah to catch this creep. Sorry, sorry. Now, since the poison has been released, Casey calls Chuck at work. And, you know, Chuck's taking the test. And I love the picture of John Casey on Chuck's phone. It's hilarious. He's got this mean face. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I have to take this. This could be an important call. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. And this isn't important. There's no leaving the room during the test. Casey, hey, everything okay? Our wolf dead friend released the poison. Sarah got out. I'm still in here with the scientists. Hazmat crews are on the way. We have an hour, maybe less. You gotta get to Jill. See if she has an antidote. Um, I, I really don't think she wants to see me right now. Chuck, we're dying here. I don't care what you have to say or do. Just get it done. So I guess that's it. Chuck's gotta leave the test. Gotta go. Good luck. I love it. They're like, oh, no. They're screwed. They can't copy off of Chuck now. Well, I guess someone doesn't think saving lives is important. Now it's up to Chuck to convince Jill to please help him. But the only problem is she thinks he's a whack job. Jill, it's Chuck. You have to open the door. Chuck, go away. This isn't funny anymore. Look, it's an emergency, okay? I know that my credibility with you is at an all-time low, but you need to listen to me. The bioweapon has been released at the conference center. How do you know about the virus? Because, Jill, I'm a CIA agent. Oh, my God, Chuck, you really need to get some help. <laughs> I don't think it's right because he does sound like he's psycho. He's totally nuts. <laughs> I am the help. Don't believe anything else that I've told you, but believe this. We have to get them the antidote right now. I'm going to call the police, Chuck. I've already taken the liberty. Have a look for yourself. Holy crap, Chuck's brought all of the police, and they're standing there in the hallway. Nice. Right. Here's the day. Okay. okay. Look, just stay close. Don't be scared. <clears throat> All right, people. Wheels up. Let's move. Nice work, Chuck. 
Now back at the hotel, the police, the fire department, ambulances, everybody's there. And they can't go in because of the virus. And it's up to Jill to help them. Hey, who's in charge here? I am. Not anymore. You? Casey, it's Chuck. I'm with Jill. What's your status? By my time, we got about 15 minutes. I have to go in there. Okay, I need a level A hazmat suit right now. We don't have those suits yet. CDC will be here in 10 minutes. We don't have 10 minutes. I'll go in without one. No, you? No, it's too dangerous. I'll do it. Chuck, whoever goes in there has to be able to make the antidote. That's me. Well, is this something you could talk me through? I, I guess. Okay, well, then I'm going in. Chuck, wait. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm going to have to inject you first. Uh, oh, that's a big deal. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. That was a modified version of the viral strain. Now your body metabolizes the poison, and the antiviral serum is going to be created from your blood. Poison? Poison? I thought I was getting the antidote. You just gave me poison? Yeah. That's the only way to make the antidote. Did you not understand that? Oh, that? No, no, I understand that whole part. We're living on the edge. Love the rush. Yeah, I don't think Chuck understood that at all. Now cut to Sarah, and she's still looking for Wolf Den. Well, Sarah took out Wolfden, and it looks like he's CIA. Very puzzling. Now it's time for Chuck to enter the conference room, and while brave, he's also a little scared. Wouldn't you be? <coughs> no, 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 no. What are you doing in here? It's a long story, but the headline is, I'm our only hope for survival. Ugh. I thought things could get me worse. Okay, inside the briefcase is a Medi-Syringe multi-dose injector. I need you to extract 60 cc's of your own blood, put it through the centrifuge, and then inject one cc of the antiviral serum into each of those infected. Okay, okay, Casey, here. No, 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 Casey, you have to, you have to take the gun, take the gun, and you have to, you have to take my blood, okay? So just take my blood. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. take the gun, Chuck. Huh? Take the gun, Chuck. What? Take the gun. Take it. Oh, God. Chuck, what's happening? I need, I need help right now in case he's fading fast. The gun just dropped and it shattered. That was the only syringe. Oh, Chuck, why did you let that hit the ground? Okay, uh, stay calm. I'm, I'm going to find another. Jill, please hurry. We're running out of time. And time is also running out for the Bymore crew because the time for their test is almost up. And they don't know how to answer these questions. <laughs> oh, time's running out, gentlemen. You have one minute left. Oh, and I see you have yet to attempt the Heimlich section. <laughs> Interesting. And I love this. Without saying anything, Morgan and Lester have come up with an idea for Jeff to swallow a pen cap and start choking. And I love how Jeff just goes along with it. <laughs> Oh, good 
They're choking! Someone should do the, the Heimlich or something. Jeff, Jeff, can you speak? Are you choking? Okay, on your feet. On your feet! All right, to count of three, I'm going to do an inward and upward thrust. Two inches above your belly button. One, two, three! Check and see if item is dislodged and repeat. Yes! <laughs> and I love basically by awesome dictating everything he did, he just gave them the answers to the test. <laughs> Done. Now back in the hotel, everyone is dying and it's not good. What are we going to do, Casey? Think of something. You're smart. <laughs> you went to Stanford? Sort of. <laughs> oh, God. Cover your mouth. It's disgusting. That's it. Wait a second. That's an idea. Hey, hey, this is going to sound crazy, but, but, but viruses are spread airborne, right? Yeah. I mean, you catch them when someone sneezes, coughs. Yeah. Well, maybe the antivirals metabolize in saliva. What are you talking about? I can't believe I'm about to do this. No, 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 Chuck. Don't do it. No. No, 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 no. I serve my country with honor, Bartowski. Please, let me die with dignity. Chuck! Jill! What are you doing? Jill! Jill! Hey, I thought that, I thought that maybe the antivirals could be spread by saliva. That's ridiculous. I wonder you felt biochem. <laughs> I love that. I love Casey's growl. From the deepest recesses of my soul, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, here we go again. You take half the room, I'll take the other one cc each, okay? Hurry! Now let's cut to outside the hotel. Sarah has just arrived. And once again we hear Iggy Pop pumping for Jill as Chuck and Jill and everybody emerge. Nah. Oh, maybe a little. When you kissed me, it was strong. I'm sticking right here, pumping for Jill. And you can't help but notice Sarah just kind of staring at them, and I don't know, how does she feel about all this? Now let's cut below the orange orange, where Casey and Sarah are now briefing the general. Roberts now knows Chuck's an asset. What do you want us to do about it? I want you to do nothing. The assassin Agent Walker shot was a member of Fulcrum, a rogue CIA agent. We don't know the extent of their penetration. If Jill knows something, they may make a play for her. So you want us to use her as bait? General, uh, Chuck has real feelings for Jill. I don't think he would approve of us using her like this. That's why you're not going to tell him, Agent Walker. Oh, yeah, Chuck's not going to like that, but he's not going to know about it, so what am I talking about? Now, Chuck arrives home, and Allie wants to know, what's that big grin he's got on his face? The guy looks really happy. 
Wow, that's something I haven't seen in a while. But I wear this like four times a week. No, you smile. You look happy. Yeah, yeah, that, that thing. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, I found some of those answers that you said I was looking for. Oh, thank God. I am so relieved. I just think that, you know, Sarah, there's really something special about her. Uh, yeah. Um, so Ellie thinks this is about Sarah, but really it's about Jill, but Chuck is not about to tell her that. <laughs> I think that you had to go through all that stuff with Jill so you could figure out who the one is for you. And now that you found her, you'll stop wondering about somebody else. Take it. Oh, Sarah said hi. There's only one problem, Ellie. That's Jill calling. And we hear the song Time and Space by The Accidental, which is a really great song. I like it a lot. Hey. That's my favorite secret agent. Um, good. Yeah, good. I, I just, I have to study for a CPR test for my day job at the Buy More. I could use some help with the mouth to mouth. Well, what about your cover girlfriend? Won't she be jealous? No. Oh, our, our relationship's a cover, you know. There's nothing to be jealous about. So everything, it's all fake. That sounds really lonely, Chuck. Yeah, it is. But... And we see that Sarah is listening in on the conversation because she has to protect Chuck. And right now, she's just doing her job. But we'll have to see in time how this affects things. Now that you're here... Maybe we can have something real. Us. Together. I like the sound of that. So about that mouth to mouth. <laughs> well, guys, that's it. That was Chuck versus the X. And I thought it was a really funny episode. Really hilarious. There's some great stuff. The funniest being when Chuck talks while Jill's talking on the phone to her friend Sherry. And they hear him. It is so funny. And all the stuff with the buy more and the taking the test and everything. I love it. There's some hilarious moments in this episode. And also, Chuck now has Jill back in his life. How is that going to affect his relationship with Sarah And, you know, we've seen previously when Chuck was trying to date Lou, how the spy life tends to interfere with everything. And it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. Now, let's not be dumb. I know exactly what happens because I've watched the series multiple times. But just for the sake of this show, I'm going to cover one episode at a time. So I will see you next time with Season 2, Episode 7, Chuck vs. the Fat Lady. So I just want to remind you guys, check out my Chuck blog at chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. You can send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729. Also, don't forget to click on that link to iTunes and subscribe to the show, review the show, rate the show, whatever you want to do, and I would appreciate it greatly. So what are you guys waiting for? Get out there and watch some more Chuck, and I'll see you next time. Come on, guys. What's wrong with you? I drank too much. My parents had impossible standards. Now this is podcasting. Casting.